All right, we'll get started. Hello, hello. Hello. How are you doing? Sorry, I was sipping on some sipping on some wine. I'm good. Yeah, we're drinking the so I tweeted about this wine a couple of days ago. Gwen's not going to give her opinions on it. I'm just going to talk about it. It's a, a Sabana like State it. Zinfandel. I do like it. 2020. Oh, you do like it? Yeah. Yeah, just that first sip it threw was, me off. Yeah. Because it is a stronger one, so. Right. It's like that first sip of coffee, you're like, fuck. Right, and then you, you kind of ease into of, it. Yeah, like it like mellows I think it's out. very underrated. I, I want to try their special reserve, too, with it. Yeah. Next, now now that I kind of have a feel for where where they're at. So that's nice. Um, I'm going to put you in the hot seat tonight, okay? Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> okay. So we're just going to come out of out of the gates. What would you say your trading style is? My trading style? I mm-hmm. would say... Um, Well, it's interesting because it kind of adapts depending on the things. Mostly what I'm looking for is like swing and momentum. Yeah. That's Movement. typically that's typically the trades I'm trying okay. for. Yeah. There are a lot of, I've found that swing and momentum are, are probably the easiest trades to manage. Yeah. The most like most profitable and, and right. easiest to manage. Like yeah, you you can rack up quick on okay. them. Um, so I know that we kind of touched base on this, um, well, not really, on the Twitter space or X space or what is it called now? X space? Yeah. Okay. Um, so remember I asked you, like, do you know these things from experience, like mistakes that can be made? Um, what would you say are some of the biggest challenges? When it comes to trading. Like as a beginner, but even even now as like a veteran. Yeah, I think, well, so what I try to teach is is the higher aware, like the next level of the game, which I think is more the psychology piece of it, as mm-hmm. well as like the, um, the holistic approach to it. Like uh, how do you incorporate economics into it how do you incorporate psychology into it how do you incorporate you know historical events how do you incorporate statistics into it Mm -hmm. because i think like the the biggest mistake people believe is that technical analysis drives charts and that and that the deeper you drive drive into mastery of of ta uh the better you're going to be at trading i think that it's actually like i'm sure there's some people that are really good at it I think that if you are serious about it, though, you have to look at it from a more holistic approach and and think about it, you know, uh, what are the wins that, that actually dictate a market? And so um, I guess it would be, I, there's a lot of myth and a lot of missed, not like, like false knowledge out there about, about trading and markets. And I would say that- Fake news. Yeah. I would say that like the hardest thing about trading is not taking is like is like sorting out all the bullshit that a lot of people push like the mm-hmm. fake narratives yeah and uh, and finding like the real stuff and like if you can find the real stuff then you realize that trading isn't like this 
magical thing that you have to like you like you either got it or you don't it's a very like harnessable skill that that like can be mastered if you take the time you can if you learn take it. the time yeah yeah so you would say the biggest challenge is to just try to try to like sift through what's like the most important yeah pieces, i think like i think it'd knowledge. be like information sorting okay yeah for both beginners and veterans uh well for beginners i think the most important thing is that you have to understand um Haikinasini charts as well as like uh tech like a technical setup like yeah ta does form like the very starting basis of things mm -hmm. and then and then it's important to realize that you're a very small fish in a very vast pond mm -hmm. so the next step then is is realizing you know how do i like how do i swim with the whales and that kind of stuff right right okay. so Um, I think I know the answer to this question, but I want to hear, want to hear if there's something else. So you talk on liquidity a lot. What are some of the most important things to remember when trading? With liquidity? No, just trading in general. My 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 guess is that you would say liquidity is important. Yeah. But what is something else? Like, give me a top three. Of like the three most important things to remember while you're trading, mm -hmm. uh, I would say first off, managing your risk is your most important is the most important thing. Like it's never worth dying on a hill, you know, um, over an idea that you think's right when mm -hmm. you can when you can you know be a hundred percent right tomorrow instead. Okay, you know, like if I always say like the rule of thumb is, if you're uncomfortable in a trade, just step out. If you can't fall, if you wouldn't be able to fall asleep that night in a trade, you're over leveraged. So step out, mm -hmm. right? So, and then um, like a sub part of that is that you need to take profit regularly, even on a swing. Like you need to, like things don't move in a straight line. You want to take profits, and you'll profit even being like just fifty dollars. Yeah. So like okay. if you, uh, we've talked about this before that like waiting the waiting in strategy mm -hmm. that you can use. Um, well, you also wade out at the same time as well, right? So um, you wade in, you wade out, and you you just try to to get the most on each swing that you can. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a million trades like that every day, and there will be a million trades like that tomorrow, and the next day, and the next day. So you never have to feel like, well, if I'm not in this trade, um, you know, I, I will miss something big because I can guarantee you you'll find just as, as big of a trade if you know what you're looking for. Um, I would say the second thing is uh, like to keep in mind while you're actively trading um, where where the indexes are mm -hmm. and where where uh, the top weighted stock like what the top weighted stock are doing okay. because so like they all dictate the same wind top top weighted like Apple and Tesla yeah okay. So like you need to keep you need to keep a peripheral vision on them mm -hmm. while you're trading your stock just because if they all start like magically dipping. like dipping like selling something's going on um your stock is most likely going to be affected too yeah so uh it's like it's just like it's like keeping awareness of like the world around you mm -hmm. 
And then I guess like if we're just keeping it basic, like what's what's the other really big thing? Um, it would be like while trading, it would be uh, understanding um, the the standard deviation of of how far your stocks move that day. So uh, I've talked to you about rubber bands before, where mm-hmm. like pullback. St- Stocks Release. can can really stretch far, but they'll snap back like a rubber band. Mm-hmm. And there's typically like a turning point. I've found like my rule of thumb is like if it goes plus or minus 2.2%, it's probably going to rotate back to towards its mean mm-hmm. at about that point. So you can you can kind of cut out if you're just doing an intraday okay. from there. Like that's normally the max extension you're going to get mm-hmm. on it. So not, I mean, like obviously that's not the case. There's some like really high momentum stock like Tesla, where Tesla moved four percent today. Well, and then and then it ended minus one point seven five percent or seven four percent. Yeah, like crashed. Yeah, it, I mean, like it, it moved at its full peak. It was like down like I think minus four point eight four percent. And then, but by the I I mean like as soon as it ticked the two forty six, which was the target that I had on it. I was like, well, that's it. That's the full move for it because that's where that's where we're aiming to go. I mean, yeah. that's where the algorithms wrote out to go, right? So, uh, you know, it bounced off the algorithms and, and rotated higher. And then now it's starting to curve back down. Like tomorrow, I, I actually expect it to break the 240s. Mm. I mean, we'll find out. I don't know. That's kind of a lofty goal. I don't even know if I should say that on the pod. <laughs> we might have to go back five minutes. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, I think you like beat yourself yourself up over that like i think i just demand i think why why am i good at this it's i demand a very high standard and like rigor of of like what i present forward not not only to like but you act real silly when it doesn't do what you want it to do i yeah you get you get real grumpy which is funny. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't happen very often. I know though. it's. I know you don't. Yeah. It doesn't happen very often. Often too, it's like very small things. I can it's see so funny. like your demeanor, like you're uncomfortable that you just said that. No, I don't. Yes. Think so. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm okay. You know, like a loss is a loss as long as you like manage your loss and you don't let it become something big. I know we talked about it. Like you like yeah. to have the full like understanding and more like research on it before you come out with with what you think is gonna what you think or what you know is gonna happen because sometimes i know sometimes usually I think. You, you know but um okay um so other than tesla what are you currently like following right now uh well so i do have like not what like you're actively like trading in but what 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 are like the top like three or four charts that you're like look right you're actively because obviously at like this week because i know it changes right i don't expect you to be like well this 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 and this like today or like just this week thus far yeah because obviously like my team follows like thousands of stocks and stuff and <laughs> yeah I mean, my own watch list is exceeds, yeah. I mean, 400. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, I like to, 
obviously from that huge list, I distill it down into like four. And then from the four, I, I just go with, you know, what trades are working, which ones are not. So today I was, I was following Boeing. Okay. That was a really good one. Um, it was a great sympathy play off uh, Lockheed Martin, who announced that they were going to be reducing their F-35 program, which was expected for a long time, to be honest. I mean, the F-35 debacle has been ongoing for forever. Mm-hmm. So um, what are some other ones? I mean, other other than Tesla, you know, Apple made a really big move and it's going to be, I mean, it is, it's the center of attention in my, in my eyes right now. Like it, it deserves everyone's attention um, where it's at because it's under the 185 currently. And if it breaks 181 and then heads down to about like 178, 177-ish, mm-hmm. um, then, you know, we have we have like a, a strong downtrend in the larger indexes ongoing. Yeah. Uh, and that would confirm what? It, it would just confirm that that – we are we are actually entering a downturn that that the markets are are seriously illiquid as 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 illiquid as I'm thinking they are I I believe okay. the markets are severely illiquid um who else do it did I have on the list today I I feel like I had some others I mean I've been keeping my eye on coin coin hasn't green lighted yet I I was hoping it would green light soon needed to get under twenty five five on Bitcoin I think for coin to really kind of break down mm-hmm. um shoot there there's been some others like cat like cat caterpillar mm-hmm. he say caterpillar weird caterpillar cater <laughs> <laughs> caterpillar so it, it it was in an initial bullish positioning to start the week and i thought wow that'd be weird if it like made a reversal off of it it has made a bit of a reversal. I think it's down to like 184, 183 right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then IWM, which is, uh, is Russell's small cap. And uh, that one, it keeps closing under my numbers, which is really interesting. So it closed under 187 yesterday, and then it closed under 186 today, I think. Now I'm thinking it's going to rotate down to 183. So I'm looking for that to happen. So IWM typically leads the markets. Like it's a good it's a good canary in the coal mine. I think I've talked to you about this before that IWM sold off like a week in advance of the COVID crash. Yeah. Um so if you're like looking to like if you I obviously I have multiple rules of thumb or like different canaries. I'm I'm constantly monitoring and like switching in and out like what I think is is really driving it. Because the market, the the hard part about markets, right, is it's so variableistic that like some variables, like they they surge in their influence and then they diminish mm-hmm. at different times, right? Like a catalyst can only hold its strength for so long. Yeah. So that's why things like switch in and out. I mean, I, I was talking about in July how uh, how by September consumer demand would be the hottest topic for economists and now it is i mean mm-hmm. you know it's um it's it's about like recognizing the trends of advance i think a lot of times with that stuff but but that comes with experience it does it does okay. it, i mean it takes a lot of time you know yeah and it takes a lot of reading i mean i've i've read thousands of books mm-hmm. on economics i've written papers on economics i've 
you know, it's, it's been a long journey. It's been a long journey. There's been, you know, math equations that have been written out and all kinds of like long, long talks, Yeah. not just with, you know, not, and it hasn't just been me figuring it out. It's been conversations with like other funds or with uh, other economists, you know, in DC or, or things like that kind of figured things out. Um, but so to answer your question though, so IWM is leading the way down in the downtrend. It's been, it's been, it's been good. I mean, or not good, but like it's, it's, it's been very clear in its signal. So even while the rest of the market's been pretty choppy, it, it latched on very early to show us that, you know, like, yeah, the rest of the markets are probably going to fall on the way down. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the other one that I'm watching. I have other questions brewing, so. Sweet. Yeah. I think that was good, though, like, that that helped me realize, like, the importance and then, like, what comes just with time, which is good. Yeah. Because I feel like people, like, I know we joke about, like, you beat yourself up, but, like, obviously, when it comes with money, that's a sensitive subject. So if someone's wrong about their money. Right it can it can change a person so i think it's good that um you like you said you said your what you think is important for just starting out yeah and i don't think you need to spend like thousands of dollars to start out in trading and stuff you know i i think Mm -hmm. like nowadays it's very accessible um even on my education page that i have on my sub stack I try to outline most of the resources I try to find that are like free for you guys. Um, yeah. And like free books. And I try not to recommend anything that, you know, I don't think like a college student couldn't afford, you know, I don't mm-hmm. think like in order to be successful in order to get to like, I don't know, I would say like a million dollars, right. You, you don't need a, you don't need a, a lot of like crazy advanced tools and all these different things. I mean, you can you can do use a pretty simple setup and yeah. and you know have enough feedback and and get it going. I mean, some people use like six monitors and stuff. That's way too much for me. Just you know, it's I don't I don't need a ton. I just I need I just need the systems that work for me. I need to keep it clean. And uh, I just want I you know I it's it's more about like trusting the system that i have and being able to easily interpret it you know i have option flow running constantly throughout the day i have um and it's filtered to what i'm specifically looking for which is high confidence directional Mm -hmm. and um and then you know i have i have my watch list running and then i have uh you know teams on and all that stuff with it too so it's never, it's never anything crazy. Actually, I think, you know, people would be surprised how much downtime you probably have uh, trading, like professionally, running a fund, like running a small office, you know, or something like that. It's not, it's not as pressing as a lot of people imagine. It's not like this action-packed, you know, back and forth. A lot of times it's a lot more research. Um, sitting and reading. Sitting and reading. Yeah. Digesting, trying to, a lot of, a lot of it can be relationship oriented too, you know, trying to, trying to figure out, you know, uh, uh, how other people are thinking with what they're up to and, you know, what, what kind of positions 
you're thinking about. So there, there's a lot that goes that goes into it, but it shouldn't be so complex that you know you're spending like thousands of dollars on your setup or something like that. Right, like don't don't go broke trying to make money. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't be investing crazy until you've you know made some good some good uh skrill on it and uh actually put it in your bank account. It doesn't really matter until it's in your bank account anyways. So Yeah. It's not yours until it's in your Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. Um I don't know what it, what else to really talk about outside of that. Okay. Um <laughs> that's fine. So I know this doesn't happen often, but you know, it does happen. And I guess we're more talking about like I'm more just wanting to talk about like your past. Like what happens, like, okay, you've made mistakes. How did you deal with the loss? Like obviously you learned from it, but how did you manage like your emotion about a, a big loss or Yeah, I think um so I've blown up my account like four times, you know, along the journey. <laughs> and uh they're pretty four the four were pretty rapid successions and the the worst part too is I would I would get past like like the level that I got to the last time. Mm-hmm. You know, so it would have been like I don't know, X amount of dollars and then it would be like two times that and then I would blow it, you know, like in in full and the the worst parts I think were a lot of times there was no stop losses involved. There were no risk management and there was no like cool down timers or or like shutdowns or like really one of the one of the biggest things that was keeping me from making money was or and it still is, is my emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be able to detach emotionally from from the situation and try to look at it as objectively as possible. Yeah. And I mean, that's why I emphasize so much on like mastery of self. That's why I write a reflection every day where it's more about the personal aspects of who you are, because if you because you need to work on yourself and have control like over over yourself and like your own internal workings and mechanisms, because if you don't have any kind of control or any kind of impulse control or anything like that, you're going to constantly find yourself like blown back up. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then all you can you just it's hard to like point the finger back at yourself yeah i would also say and i'm not saying like it's a good thing i i don't really know how to explain it but the first time i blew up it was like a crazy anxiety thing Mm -hmm. and then the second time i blew up it was almost like relief you know like i died i had died and the worst thing had happened again you know what I mean? But I was still alive. It was like God. That's terrible. Okay. Like you can't you can't strike fear in a dead man. Okay. Almost, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like my worst fears had been realized and I was still alive. Mm-hmm. You know, like life still yep. went on. If that makes sense. Yeah. And I think deep. I think that um you almost have to die. In that way, like you almost your fears almost have to be perfectly realized in order to be able to like 
overcome like i don't think it's just with trading but in order to become like you know the greatest version of yourself i think that you have to completely face your fears and like go through that tunnel and think that you know like oh fuck i'm dead i'm so dead like my life is over and then realize that your life isn't over that life goes on mm-hmm. you know yeah and then you get to just live and that's like the beautiful part you know Um, so I think that like, yeah, so risk management obviously is the biggest thing. I would say though Mm -hmm. that there's also like the emotional detachment that's really important. Yeah. I would say that, uh, like making peace with your fear. Yeah. It's really important, right? Um, and I would say that. Oh gosh, what was I going to say? I I was going to say that you can't let outside things dictate what you want to be. You know? Like there you I mean, have there's to There's levels just, to that, but you have to find confidence in yourself that your voice is the truth. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> No, like, I'm not laughing at you. It's just deep. Like, you need to be, like, in front of a a stage or something. Such a motivational speaker. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think that's something that everyone struggles with is that, and that's why I think a lot of times people make the mistake when they're trading, they, they look for other people's opinions because they don't believe that they could do it themselves. But... The reality is, is that or they you, don't trust themselves or they don't trust themselves. Yeah. But like, really, what they're saying is like, I don't think I can do it. But like, of course, you can do it. You know, mm-hmm. you can if you can push the button on the trade, you're the one making the trade. That was you. Like you made that decision at the end of the day. Yeah. You know. Um, and like, believe in yourself that that, you know, you can you can do it and that your dream can be real and that. And that, you know, what you tell yourself but are too afraid to tell other people, mm-hmm. it it can be actualized. It can be realized, right? Like if you have that dream. Yeah. So I know you said like earlier you said don't do a trade that like it's, it's going to keep you up at night, right? Right. But there's that saying, the bigger the risk, the bigger the reward. Yeah. So, how would you, because I know you can only talk about, like, yourself, but how would, how would you measure, I guess, where it becomes risky? Like, where you're, I know you said, like, you do, like, risk management, but, like, at what point do you do you say, okay, like that's that's too much? I know we've talked about all the eggs in one basket, but like say you're doing a trade and you put more money in and it's doing good, so you do more money in, and then like it's still doing good, so you do more money in. Like uh, do you see what point, I'm trying to say? Yeah, at that point though it becomes more about managing the stop and not not managing like the pot like obviously like you might be overexposed in your trade. Mm-hmm. 
but um your stop like your stop should be on like your stop loss like your stop loss percent should be on for it and you should have like internal rules like i'll never take i'll never take more than like a thousand dollar loss on a trade yeah or um i'll never take more than a 30 percent loss on a trade right like yeah. as soon as it hits 30 percent up that's it i'm out you know okay fuck it it was a good try i'll, I'll try again tomorrow yeah you know um and like you just need to hold yourself to that and be consistent with it. Like you need to have a couple outside of like what stop loss percent you should put on because obviously that varies deeply. I think that like people need to have just like either a lump sum stop out that they have or that um you know that they that they have a a percentage stop out that they have and that they hold themselves true to that, you know. Mm-hmm. And if you're able to hold yourself true to that and then gain more than what you're losing like you're obviously you're going to keep moving forward so that's that's all you need to do okay yeah All right, I'm back. Pouring some wine. Um, okay. You know what I, I think, like, another thing about trading is, is that um, this is why I, I don't like posting, like, my own profit. Or like showing like what the size of my trade is or anything like that is um like you don't have to be right and you're not trying to prove something making the trade you know like there's a weird there's but a, you do have to be right you do have to be right but you don't have to be right to to prove other others that you're right does that make sense no so like because. Don't don't post a trade because like don't do something because you think it's gonna it's gonna like get you more acceptance or you're or you like you're you're doing it because you know people will like you or um you know you're you're trying to like prove to other people like somehow like you're powerful and you're rich and right like that that stuff doesn't need to be proved you know if you're rich you're rich it's a fact. Yeah. There's no need to like show it to other people. Right. You know? But okay, so that statement right, I, I understand you don't you don't show your personal like profits and things like that. Right. Or like your trades and things. But some people do. Like they show the profit that they've made on X stock. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, go do this. Like, go follow this stock. I made this money on it. Go follow it now to get the attention. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's not needed. It's not needed. No. It gets it gets attention, though, because people go, oh, I want to be rich, too. Right. I mean, yeah. But, like. But. They're not really that rich. That's why that. it confused me, because 
you do post, let me slow down, hold on, please don't interrupt me, I don't want to lose my train of thought, you post after um, lots of research where you think a trade is going to go, but you don't do it to like, you know, get attention or anything. You just do it because you're trying to expand knowledge and, like, help your tribe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm not really looking to pump and dump on them. I'm just trying to... <laughs> I'm trying to help make them, you know, give them some good research that other... Fu- like, and... other funds would be yeah. looking at. Yeah. You know, it's not like... I want to I even the playing field a lot. Yeah. Yeah. There's enough for us all to sit at the at the table. At the table. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's enough room for all of us to own, you know, Tacomas that are nuclear war resistant. I really want like a green bean casserole. You want a what casserole? Green bean. A green bean casserole? Yeah. Is it did you I think, think you of that should... because of the image of sitting at the table? Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving makes me excited. <laughs> what's your favorite thanksgiving meal or like dish Mm. well i really like sweet potato casserole with like the marshmallows melted on top no i don't like that at all like the synthetics in it no (laughs) okay um You should know this, what my favorite. Mm-hmm. I'm putting you on the spot. I know, but they don't know, so that's why I'm asking. Mm, well, I want you to guess. I'm going to put you on the spot. What else you like? Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess green bean casserole. <laughs> what made you think that? I'm going to say because you're wearing a green shirt, and then you started thinking about food because I said table, and then you started. I said table. Did you say table? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Will will it uh, disrupt or decide who okay. said what? Yeah, disruptor. You just you just let it be known that I said table first. Did you see that? Uh, Hold on, we're still talking about my green bean casserole. I really like you to make me some this weekend. I'll make you some brownies. Okay. Cool. Good exchange. Yep. Fair enough. Talk about synthetics. Get the fuck out my face. <laughs> so um, so Katie was over in Europe. Mm-hmm. And then on the way back from Iceland, or she was in the Iceland. I saw the troll. Yeah, fucking. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Did she ever update if trolls followed her or in her She said no, no trolls followed her. Oh, good. Yeah. But she implied that I was trolling on Twitter. (laughs) You do troll on Twitter sometimes. I think, I think, I was thinking about this today. 99% of what I tweet is is a joke it's up to that it's up to everyone to fi- figure out that what that one percent it's up to them to decipher what what it, what the one percent truth is in there yeah yeah because i'm really i mean yeah like a sarcastic asshole well yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i've been i've been that for <laughs> years thousands of years yes yeah. 
yeah. I don't even know what I don't even know what to talk about. You know, I mean, we could talk about. I don't want to talk about COVID anymore. I don't want to talk about. Um. I mean, the stock. I think. I think. I think. We should talk about. Hmm. I don't know. I cut you off for no. I have a word in my head. The word is Albies, A L B I E S. Okay. Albies. Is that just the Braves outfielder, or is it also um? I have no idea. Is it I'll a bird? Ask Bard. Is it a bird? No, albatross is the bird. <laughs> Ozzy Albies is. Yeah. A second baseman for the Atlanta Braves. Oh, second baseman. Jeez. How'd you know that? I think I know most of the Braves lineup. Even though you don't... I don't follow them, no. You don't follow them. But But I know most of their hitting statistics. I think they... I think they're, they're starting six... Or like the first one through six in the in the hitting lineup all have greater than thirty five home runs this season. Jeez, I know it's crazy. They're having a, a crazy season. They're doing good. Yeah, so if you guys can't tell, I just I watch. Not only do I I, I think the reason why I love baseball, like, or one of the reasons I love baseball is because. It helps me understand statistics a lot better because they're the way that they evaluate statistics. Excites your brain. In, ba- in baseball, it's like no, it's just that it's unmatched compared to. Uh, he said unmatched. It's uh, it's unmatched compared to to any other sport. You know, it's the clo- yeah. it's the closest thing to like a really deep dive in like mathematics. Yeah. I can't believe you just spit that out. What? You just like always amaze me. Why would I do? Oh, you you were like, I think that's someone on the Braves. Which is so silly. That's not even your team. No. But it, they're within my division, the NL East. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go Nationals. <laughs> <laughs> we're having a rocky season. Yeah. We're having a rocky three years. Yeah. Steven Strasburg don't know when he's going to return. They need to trade Keyboom. We don't really have a second baseman or shortstop. Although Luis Garcia could probably play second base. And then, um, I don't know. Lance Thomas is good in the outfield. It, we we got some more rocky seasons ahead of us. We probably got we probably got about two more rocky seasons ahead of us. It's hard. It's a rough it's rough out there in the field. Yes, yeah, someone was telling me that they think Juan Soto is going to return back to the Nationals. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Just no way. Tell me something I don't know about you. Uh, I don't know what you don't know about me at this point. 
Well, let me think. I mean, if I tell you something you don't know about me, I might get in trouble. (laughs) 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 Let me see. I think water is the best tasting drink there is. Mm-mm. I don't believe you. Costa Rica was my favorite place to live. I think he, Costco wine is the best. Beverage. Yeah, Costco wine is up there too. For you. Um, Why some... is Costa Rica your favorite place to live? I just like the, uh, well, not only is the cost of living amazing, but the, I mean, the people there are great. The culture's fantastic. The education system's great. And they have really good infrastructure for uh, a country in Latin America. I would say, I would say they're the closest thing to a first world country. And fresh fish. And fresh fish. Tons of fresh fish. We can go back to Fortuna. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After uh, you get this Tesla stock. Just kidding. What do I think of this Tesla stock? No, I said after you get this Tesla stock. We're yeah. Just we'll just we'll kick go it over there. Yeah. What else? I don't. I don't know what else. I mean. Hmm. No. There's no. There's nothing really. You look at me so lovingly. That's nice. Lovingly with fear. No, you cover <laughs> your little eyebrows. I mean, eyelashes at me. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to be deeply confused. Oh, my goodness. Well, I think I learned a, um, like I learned a lot about your style and stuff tonight. That's good. I've been with you for so long, and I'm still figuring out so much about you. Yeah, isn't that fun? Mm-hmm. You're like a mystery. I think I've, I've always been a mystery to people. I, I would say that, like, when you when you met me, what would be, like, three words to describe me? Mm. Confident. Mysterious. And hmm. Sarca- no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Wizard. <laughs> no, like I I think um you're confident, mysterious, and um thoughtful. Like, you've always had that quality of, like, taking care of others and expanding knowledge. That's really thoughtful. Oh, thank you. Because some people, you know, do, like, gifts, and you're like, let me teach you this thing and this fact about this, and you just spit it out your mouth. Right. Like. It just flows out. Like a freaking encyclopedia. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say funny. Well, yeah, you're funny, but that wasn't the first three things I thought of you. In one way, mysterious, I'm just curious. You're dark. Dark. 
-hmm. like dark humor or like dark outlook or you're you our first like interaction like you i couldn't read you and i read people so that was very mysterious to me like you i couldn't tell like well, he is an asshole, or <laughs> he's just nervous, or, like, I couldn't, I couldn't, like, decipher, like, or, like, read you. Um, I would say, I would still say that you're mysterious, because he, you, you're not a very linear person. You change all the time, which is good. I like, I like that about you. But it's like a, a mysterious game of life with you. <laughs> it's never the same. You never know what I'm up to. Mm-mm, you don't. But I'm always down for the ride. Yeah. And your spont- spontaneity. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, that's a nice note to end on. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this was a... Uh, well, how long do you think this podcast went for? Oh, um, 45 minutes. Wow. Yeah, 45 minutes on the dot. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. I'm too good. All right. Well, you guys should know by now, this is the Wiz Merlin Uncensored. Uh, I also have a sub stack that you should go support. And uh, what else, Gwen? Oh, doing a pod with uh, uh, Real NASA, Froggy Frog, finally this fucking Sunday. As long as, like, you know, another three people don't die on me in August. <laughs> August was August was not a, a tough month it was for me. I wasn't month. doing well, but yeah, yeah. So, anyways, not the mic drop. That was crazy. Thank you for supporting me, Tribe. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love you very much, and thanks I love for you. supporting us, Tribe. Yeah, I and, I feel the love. When I put him on the hot seat. (laughs) And uh, I love you, Gwen. Thank you for doing this. I love you too.